0: The Emerald Duchess approaches the city of Stageport, surrounded by a flurry of daemons. She takes the first step from the soft grass of the veld onto the fabricated stone roads of this grey world. A cloud of poison whirls around her, and her very breath is plague. The sky above her is darkened, and amid the thump of massive wing beats. The clock tower Baroness herself descends from the sky to land on the road, face proud and tail lashing. Any humans nearby flee to their homes. The Baroness will protect this city, not out of obligation or necessity or obsession, out of love. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I am your host, your king, your Impending moral dilemma. It's me, Cat. Hi, Kat. Hi. Hello, Hi. Kat.
1: With me today we have Kirsten. Hi. Impending moral dilemma. That sounds ominous.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you've had a. Lo- it's been telegraphed. You've had a lot of time to prepare.
1: Really, way up. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not coming straight out of the blue. <laughs> you have you have prepared, right? Wait, wait. wait. Is there, was there a test today? Oh, yeah. geez. Yeah, dude. Oh, geez. Okay. 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 uh, We have 10 minutes before that. Right. Right. Okay. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Well, you can always copy off of Nick.
2: Hi, everybody. I am prepared.
0: Nick is prepared. Nick is ready. You can copy off of Nick or you can ask Kathleen to give you a copy of the test answers that she has (laughs) stolen.
3: The thing is, if it's the same as last year's, that's easier to get. And like, you know, like that's how curriculums work. Like you you reuse stuff because they work, you know, Mm. like you just need to think smarter, not harder.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Previously on Sword of Symphonies, the party explored the old capital in an attempt to find the shadow monarch and negotiate with the um, peculiar dragon in order to try and convince them to help awaken their parent wailing Agrippina. They've encountered the shadow monarch. The party was all separated, but each on their own encounter the dragon and have been asked what it is they intend to do and why. Penelope the Shadow Monarch is sitting quietly and politely at this enormous banquet that has been set out for you. Kind of steadily eating, but not ravenously. But if you were keeping track, she's eaten a lot, but I don't know if you were, to be honest with.
1: You. Um, I think Penelope is probably more interested in in her own plate. <laughs> yeah. She has also made a pretty good dent in the bounty. Pretty delicious.
0: Mm-hmm. You two just silently eating? <laughs>
1: just eating and staring at each other? No. <laughs> um.
0: That would be very funny.
1: <laughs> end scene. I think after they had talked, there is a bit of silence while they're kind of eating and Penelope is considering... And then Penelope puts down her food, kind of leans back in her chair, and then quickly snaps forward again. So I've decided.
0: Oh? Have you?
1: I... I don't know. I don't think we can take free will away from a being. Mm. It's it's not right. I... Mm. There has to be another way. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that it's right to be shackled by something. I know I don't like being told what to do or being forced to do something.
0: Alright. Then what other way is there, do you think?
1: Well There was this really cool artsy demon who like really loved art. And instead of using it as a shackle, they now have a gallery. They can do what they love for their own passion and help spread that passion with others. Perhaps others are like that too. Help them find their 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 passion, their joy de vivre. Is that uh, my pronunciation is terrible? Anyway, um, mm. you know that kind of thing. Mm. If we inspire them intrinsically, then we don't need an external force.
0: Well, I'll think about that. That's... Hmm. Maybe we should get the others here. They must be hungry too.
1: That's that's probably a good idea. Mm. They might be wondering where where I am. Probably. And Penelope shrugs and goes back to eating. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tissa, you are in the big old clock tower, sitting across the table from a distinguished but bent elder. Also, the Shadow Monarch.
3: Um, another way? Well, yes. It's hard, um, I feel a lot of times like, um, a little seed, the type with lots and lots and lots of feathers that floats on the wind and maybe it starts on the veldt here and gets blown all the way. I don't know. Down south, choose the coast, and it fights for a place there, or maybe it drifts somewhere else. And the world is so big, and what I can do feels really small a lot of the time.
0: But you do it.
3: Hmm. I suppose I do. Um. But that's what things do—is they do the thing that they can Mm -hmm. the world is scary and it's big and it's amazing but I'm just another little piece of it Mm. and the demons are a piece of it too and I don't know what the, the currents of magic really look like But they're a part of this, too, somehow. Yes.
0: They are part of the same world that you and I love so much.
3: Hmm. Do you know why the Watcher shackled them? I don't.
0: It was long before I was born. Hmm. By the time I was born, they were already asleep.
3: Mm, that's right.
0: I lately have wanted to ask. Hmm. Well, come. Huh? Perhaps it's about time to reunite you with the others. Hmm? And they push themselves up with a groan of effort that, when you think about it, must be feigned. Right? Surely. It should be feigned, but it's there. This way. Mm. This way. Let's, Let's find the others for you. And Gideon has been pensively staring into the middle distance for a while, but at the mention of food blinks and is very much brought back to the here and now. And the elder leads you away from the clock tower, down toward somewhere else in the old capital. The place is, after all, a labyrinth. Elsewhere in that labyrinth, we have Cobb sitting in a warehouse with the shadow monarch in their own form. That of an enormous shining silver-blue dragon.
2: Cobb is just kind of he's he's I wouldn't say he's got like his head in his hands but he's kind of hunched over he's tired he's scattered a lot
0: yeah
2: and he well he doesn't yet turn to the shadow monarch he kind of just says so I've been giving it a lot of thought Mm -hmm. and Cobb kind of looks up for a little bit and you know this this world isn't really built for us, is it? And I'm, I mean that you and me, literally. I mean that. And Cobb, to demonstrate, stands up straight and you know cranes his neck. Cobb has always been big. Canonically, Cobb is over two meters tall.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a large lad.
2: Yeah. He rolls his shoulders again a bit and just kind of gets back into it. And you know, hell, I barely fit into my own ship, but you can hide it. I really can't. It's the first thing that anyone ever really sees of me. You know, usually <laughs> as I'm bumping my head on a door frame or, you know, awkwardly knocking a chair over when I sit down.
4: <laughs> yes, I
2: I know that. Yes. Yeah. And you know as well as I do that that's an act. And to prove his point, Cobb is... His swords are in his hand, but instead of doing anything... Aggressive. Suddenly, he's balancing one across the other. Uh, the blue sword gingerly across the back of the red one. And with a, a flick of the wrist, the blue sword dances a bit, twirls, twists, and with a yoink and a spin, it is up in the air. And then, well, suddenly it's back in its scabbard. You don't bump your head on ceilings on accident either, do you? No, no. But sometimes
4: you need to let people know that, that
2: you're large, but you're not invincible. Hmm? Well, it's disarming, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's why I took up singing. It's uh, why I took up storytelling. I, I love to sing and tell stories, but, you know, uh, it can be burdensome. It's why I don't push it, folks uh, as hard as others can Sure, among my recent acquaintances, and Cobb, not dramatically, but pointedly, motions to the Shadow Monarch, I'm just a loud mouth, but to so many of the people who built this world, I might as well be a demon. If I wanted to take something from them, what could they do? And he stares out over the sword. You know, I've cut an ice floe in half with this. I don't like careless people, so I'm careful, Mm -hmm. as much as I can be. Those who can help those who can't. The strong protect the weak. Power is meant to be shared. Cobb relaxes a little bit, obviously quoting there. That's what my captain taught me. And if I ever forget that. And he looks down the sword again, and both of them can see for just the briefest of moments, the sword is back to being rusted and caked and pitted. But then it isn't. Cobb just kind of puts it away. I'd be a pretty bad captain, wouldn't I? Hmm. You know,
4: Captain Cobbler, the first shape I ever learned how to take was, uh, well, the first human shape I ever learned. Adolescent. Probably stands to your collarbone at the most. Uh, very light. Very light. I wasn't very large back then. I wasn't this large. But I knew I didn't want people to see me
2: this large. I have to admit, I have... And you're probably one of the only people who would understand this. I have a great silent empathy for noble demons. Mm. But I also have to work within the world before me. I am idealistic, not naive. And that, Captain Cobbler,
4: is a relief to hear. Yes. If this were just a matter of ideology, I would refuse you. I don't believe in it. I've made no secret of that. But I've also made no secret of my great fondness for people. I want them to live. And that is where I find myself. It might be in my power to help them continue to live
2: but at the cost of everything that matters to me. Well, the the way that I see it is they are able to trivially do things that I barely comprehend. They can uproot someone from their family and fling them decades into the future, on a whim and totally without malice. But what happens then to people who find themselves the sudden subjects of these uncaring godlings? Unbound from the shackle, who's going to teach them to be caring? Who is going to step in when they aren't? And if no one else can, Cobb turns back to the monarch and he looks exhausted, then people will be forced to do it alone. When you're desperate, you're less willing to just leave options off the table. And he kind of fidgets at his sword hilts. You've seen them. The walking machines of the old world, full of fire and light. People will pick up weapons that they've put down if they need them. I'm not able to take responsibility for unleashing that kind of power on a Milta, and I'm not going to pretend to you that I am.
4: I am speaking to you because I want your advice, not because I want you to take responsibility for this. To be honest, I shouldn't take responsibility for this, but I suppose it is my parent, and I can, and as
2: you've said, if I can, I must. That is my choice, then. I would ask you, if you can, to reinstate the shackle. And if that proves impossible, then we will go from there. As well reasoned as I've come to expect. I don't like it, but I see little recourse.
4: Mm. Let's get you back to your crew, Captain Cobbler. Yes. Do you need a lift? I can carry you now.
2: No, I will be fine. I think. I think a nice walk would do me good.
4: Very well. And.
0: They kind of duck their head through the enormous door of the warehouse and slither out after.
4: This way then. You know, I'm inclined to agree with you,
2: Captain Cobbler.
4: Do you know how old I am?
2: Well, older than I am, at least. Hmm. Five hundred. Come this way. And they, they turn down an alley. That's a little surprising, but I don't know in which direction. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You know, you are a little bit of a
2: flatterer. Well, that's something else I've gotten good at. Mm. How can I put this?
4: Uh, I'll think of it by the time you get there. Please, step in here. There's going to be an opening in the floor and a gentle descent. I'll see you at the bottom. See you there?
0: And yeah, Cobb, you go down a slide and come out in a well-lit banquet room, where a lovely older lady with a gentle smile is quietly eating with Penelope.
2: Oh, hey, Cobb. Oh, well, um, why am I not surprised?
0: Huh? And eventually, Tissa and Gedeon also come down the slide, having been guided there by the elder they were speaking to.
1: Oh, Hey. Tissa! Gideon! Hi. Hi.
2: Seems our host understands us maybe a bit more than I was expecting them to.
1: The food is
0: delicious. (laughs) What can I say? I'm a good judge of character. I figured out what I wanted to say, Captain. Mm Hmm? 500 is older than 100.
2: Very true. I figured at least that much.
0: I was here when it happened. Mm -hmm. I heard the outcry and the rumbling. And the terrible silence. She shakes her head and picks up a goblet of something. I do not want another apocalypse. I don't. Atosa is my dear friend. And I believe very strongly that we can't take free will from the demons because they are creatures with a right to be who they are. But I have loved people since I was small. Since I was a little snake in the underground of the greatest city in the continent. I can't let them suffer. And that's why I wanted to talk to you all. Please, you must be hungry. I insist.
2: I do greatly appreciate this, but let's not dally too long. We do have someone waiting for us.
0: Ah, uh, shall I send someone? That would be wonderful. Let me fetch your young charge. It's beginning to get dark.
3: Mm, Polly isn't going to want to pee down here, probably. Mm, probably.
0: There are... Sp- still-functioning stables she could settle into, if that would be more comfortable for her.
1: Oh, thank thank you. (laughs) Mm.
0: Thank you for offering me your insight. I rather wish the demons had been able to send an emissary as well. Maybe this would be easier if everyone had a representative at the table. Maybe I'm just hoping it would somehow become easier. We have, if I read you all correctly, two votes for and two against.
1: Uh Uh-oh? And Penelope kind of looks at her companions.
0: Gideon shrugs.
1: Huh. Well, I guess that's a tie, then.
3: Oh. Um... There may actually be someone else at the table, maybe? Mm Hmm? Um... I don't know, something talks to me sometimes. And... It kind of seems to want to know what I want a lot. And that's interesting.
0: That is interesting. At the risk of sounding impolite, you do have a peculiar smell clinging to you. The scent of the tropics, am I wrong? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I would love to pretend this is something I know a great deal about. But it has been a long, long time since those flowers have bloomed near the old capital. They used to be out here, too. Mm. Centuries ago.
3: Wow.
0: Centuries ago when this place was full. <sighs> there was a little forbidden place up the mountain. Everyone said it was haunted. It was, of course, forbidden because of the flowers. Ha. <sighs> A little way up a mountain that no longer exists.
3: Mm. But there's this thing with these flowers. They live and want to live and seem to have a lot of opinions. But also, I think like us, when you get a lot of them all in one place, it makes it hard for anyone else to have room. Mm. And I think... You can feel that presence,
0: Tissa. just right in between your eyes and the front of your face, where it has lodged itself. And you can feel it saying, survive. Don't you want to survive? It's what everything wants. To go on living. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there is. Then... Survive. And make no apologies about it. Hmm. The monarch kind of... leans forward and rests their chin on the back of their interlaced fingers. They reach out onto the banquet table and pick up what looks like maybe a fried shrimp. And just start thoughtfully chewing on it. Well... Perhaps I have become too old to live solely by ideals. It hurts to give them up, but I am an adult now. And I must face the world as it is.
3: Do you think the demons want things now? Yes. Hmm.
0: If what I know about demons is correct, and I wouldn't call myself an expert, I avoided them for most of my life, until I was big enough. But I think they are capable of want, of wanting their own lives. I hate to rob them of that, but if it's for people's survival, I will, or at least I'll Try. (sighs) You know, there are so many people in the world who want power. And at this, she looks at Cobb. Without realizing just how annoying it can be to have it.
3: It's hard enough to decide things for yourself. Hmm.
0: And I have to babysit all children. <laughs> Are they who cooked this for us? <laughs> yes, well, I helped. I did.
1: Oh. I can't just give orders. Well, it's very delicious. Oh, my, thank you. How do you get shrimp
3: all the way out here? Hmm? Oh. It's a very good question.
2: I can empathize with the babysitting bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, miles away, Marilyn suddenly feels weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and eventually, Sot comes sliding down the little slide leading into this underground apartment and looks around and sees an empty chair next to Cobb and climbs up into it.
2: Ah, Nice of you to join us, Mr. Sot. Here, here, and, and Cobb passes oh. over some stuff that he knows that Sot likes.
3: Thanks, Captain. I don't know if they introduced their stuff. They probably did. This is the Shadow Monarch doing a literary device, I guess. Oh,
0: I. they are a weakness of mine, yes. Oh. Uh. Yeah, Um. they introduced themselves to me uh, upstairs. I didn't know this was also you. Uh. Nice to see you again, I guess. And anyway, it's not really a literary device. To be honest with you, I just... Um, may I speak honestly? hmm I um, realized that uh, dear Penelope was very um, food-motivated, and <laughs> I um, thought that <laughs> if I were to have a discussion with her, it would be best to also feed her.
1: <laughs> well... I can't, I can't deny that, actually. Oh, I I mean no disrespect. I am also
0: very food motivated. No, no. Which is why I brought everyone back here instead of to the warehouse.
1: No, 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 no worries. Uh, My my mom used to do the same thing anytime we Mm. needed to have a conversation. She knew it would Mm. be better over some muffins or bread or something like that.
0: I agree. I agree with your mother entirely.
1: It is, it is a nice way to have a chat, for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, the warehouse I is a agree. bit drab. But it's much nicer in here. And Cobb has a big smile that he... He looks over at the Shadow Monarch and... The Shadow Monarch can tell that Cobb is... Only half smiling because he has to. Yeah, they're used to that.
0: They don't love it, but they're used to it. Then, I suppose I should go to the mountain to see my parent. Uh-huh. I should set out sooner rather than later.
3: Mm.
0: If the shackle breaks, then I don't want to be responsible. Anyone who'd like to come with me is welcome to. Oh. But you're also welcome to rest here. The Veldt is an unfriendly place to journey.
1: I do want to help you, but I'm still going to go on record that I'm not entirely comfortable with what we're doing. But if it's the group um, consensus, I do want to help the group, um, my companions and you. And so I would journey with you.
0: Penelope, thank you. You know, perhaps I'll take you up on that. I would appreciate some company, to be honest. I'm, um, well, the children call me a chatterbox, but really I just don't like the quiet.
1: I can see that. And you know, there's just so many thoughts and things to discuss. Why would you want to stay silent for too long? Right?
0: Perhaps you and I shall put our heads together. And maybe by the time we reach the mountain, we'll think of some way to save people. And let the demons have their freedom, too.
1: Right. Right. Hmm. We can do it. We're a smart group. We're... We have a lot of knowledge. We we, we come from a lot of diff- we have a lot of different skills. We can do it. Gideon
0: shrugs again. <sighs> I am um, I won't ask all of you to come if you don't want to. Like I said, you're welcome to enjoy the hospitality of the old capital as long as you wish. Um I'm sure that anyone would consider your duty to humanity fulfilled in speaking to me today. The mountain is an
3: unkind place. Yeah, but, wow. What do you say we go on another pilgrimage? Why not? You can collect them. I mean,
0: and Gideon gives a biscuit a little experimental squeeze in her hand. Kissa, uh, if you go, I'll go. Mm. I've said what I want to say. As far as I'm concerned, it's simple. Honestly, it's very simple. Uh, but if you want to go, I'll go with you.
2: What do you think, Mr. Sot? Would you like to go see Agrippina? Uh, or maybe save that for another time?
0: Uh... I mean, I'm not very tough. Aren't you supposed to do these things when you're tough enough to do them by yourself? And the monarch smiles at this and leans down a little bit. Shall I tell you something about humans? I've been watching them for a very long time. The wonderful thing about humans, really the most beautiful thing out of many wonderful things about them, Is how they come together. If you go with others and enjoy their company and their protection and their help, then you are exhibiting the most important and beautiful of human strength, I think. And if my parent is not impressed by that, that is their fault, not yours. That kind of crinkles his little brows. And does a little nod. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't... I don't want to be scared of demons anymore. Maybe if I go, I won't be scared anymore? I would... I would like
3: that. I think it's okay to be scared. You just need to know what to do. Mm.
0: Well, Captain Cobbler, does that mean I can count on your company? Yes, let's go together then. You know, ever since you mentioned it in passing, I have been curious to hear your singing.
2: Well, how can I turn down a request like that? Did I remember to bring my concertina? (laughs) Well,
3: Tissa? I still don't think it's up to me, but if I can see, that would be really good. And Gideon nods. If this
0: is going, I'm going. And the monarch claps their hands and just has a huge smile on their face and their teeth are significantly more human than the ones that Daybreak chooses. Wonderful. Wonderful. I thank you all for keeping me company. I appreciate it. I won't let anything happen to you on the journey. Likewise. (laughs) Together, we will talk to my parent about what can be done so that people can go on living. Well, eat up then. We'll set out tomorrow, after you've all had a chance to rest. Don't think I didn't notice how tired you are, Captain.
2: I'm usually a little better at hiding it, but uh, it's it's been a bit. Exactly. Well, I'll show you somewhere nice to
0: rest, and we'll all leave tomorrow morning. Thank you
3: for listening.
0: Thank you for offering... Your thoughts. Really. All of you.
1: You, you kind of helped me figure out what I was thinking as well. Chatting with you. Oh. Good. Good. Then
0: together we will figure this out. Ah. The cake is here. And with that, I think it's memory time.
1: I think for myself, what I loved is it was very much to each of our, like, character, kind of how we came to the decision. Like, Penelope's just like, yeah, I've decided. This is how I feel. <laughs> and, um, yep. you know, so it's, it, I kind of um, enjoyed seeing, uh, yeah, the, the different... Um, takes on, you know, coming to the the decision um, of this yeah. tricky moral
0: dilemma. Yeah, it was really nice seeing everybody's different, not only everyone's perspective, but everyone's different way of realizing what their own perspective was. I liked that. You're right.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Nick, you did not lie when you said you came prepared. Yeah,
0: I did my homework. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> Nick absolutely did his homework. Yeah, that, that was, was very excellent.
3: I thought that was really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was the a lot good of stuff one. that
3: we've talked about off mic uh, got to come out there. It was cool.
0: Yeah. And I think this is the closest we've ever seen to Cobb having a positive relationship with a non-human entity.
2: Well, as, as Cobb stated, he doesn't like careless people, but the Shadow Monarch is far from careless.
0: Yeah. They seem to get along and I'm glad. <laughs>
2: Although I have to say, my memory is just how in sync the Shadow Monarch and Penelope are when it comes to food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And talking.
0: <laughs> they don't like quiet. They always want to have people around. They think primarily with food.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If Penelope was an infiltrator, I think the Shadow Monarch <laughs> it was a, is a good archetype for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's like a Penelope that's capable of subtlety. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Which is an awful thought. (laughs) Oh, I should have had them steal some food from Penelope. That would have
1: been oh missed opportunities. Oh, that that would be oh closing doors. Maybe on our journey. (laughs) Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) Speaking of which, thank you all for taking this journey with me.
1: It was lovely.
0: Yeah, this was a good one. I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope that you all had a good time. And listener, I hope that you had a good time. And thank you very much for listening to us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, everybody. If you want to. Honestly, if you just want to message us, you can find us on Twitter at Peach Garden RPGs or on the website SortofSymphonies.com. There's a little form you can fill out to send me an email. You can also find us on the Heroic Discord Which is pinned in our show tweet and, as I have just now remembered, in the show notes. It's been in the show notes the whole time.
2: Wow. Wow. All of us are discovering things today.
0: We're learning. (laughs) We're learning. It's a big learning day. It's a good learning day. It is. We have also recently thrown our proverbial hats in with the Rainbow Roll Network. It is a network of queer led actual play podcasts. It's a great place to find not only actual play podcasts led by LGBTQIA people, but also events that center community and charity and that try to get uh this work that we're all very passionate about in front of people. So if you enjoyed Rainbow Roll Fest, there's a lot more of that to come. So get Extremely hype. Hyper. And with that, I guess, thanks again, listener. Take care.
2: We'll see you all next week, everybody.
0: Bye. See you next week. Bye.
2: Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Member of the Rainbow Roll Network. Rainbow Roll. Our Our stories are our voices.